Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And it is really going to be a BFF type of chit chat where I'm going to be talking about some girl things, everything. Well, about three topics that is kind of like a lady PSA and that it, they're about things that we really tend to struggle with in the dry winter months. And that is dry legs how to make dry shampoo work for you, and some skincare. So we're going to be talking about those three things. I asked on Instagram recently what you guys wanted to hear more about on the podcast, and a lot of you were wanting me to share favorite things. And I actually love hair, skin, makeup. I'm not a huge fashionista, but when I find something good, I will make sure to start telling you guys about it here on the podcast. And so our Tuesday episodes will really be like meat and potatoes of health, fitness, tips, mindset, kind of more hefty topics. And then towards the end of the week, whether it's a bonus episode on Friday or Thursday's episode, you can kind of expect more of a lighthearted listen. Put some headphones in, listen to this while you're folding laundry, doing dishes, doing a power cleaning session around your house. And here we go. First things first is I want to talk about dry legs. I don't know about you, but in the dead of winter, my shins specifically, so the lower part of my legs, get so dry and so itchy and so flaky and so like gross that they have for years drove me crazy. And I've found something that has helped a little bit. I am not saying this is like the miracle solution because I do this once a week and by the end of the week, my legs are back to being pretty dry and cracky and scratchy. And weird random fact about me that you don't need to know, but I'm going to tell you anyways, is I do not like putting on lotion. I really don't like putting on body lotion after a shower. I don't know. It's the texture. It's the sensory thing for me, but My dry legs were driving me crazy. So this is what I do like once a week. This is important. Okay. So I'm going to take a shower and I tend to do some exfoliating. Now, sometimes that exfoliating is a product and I get the Shea Moisture body scrub. So sometimes when I'm exfoliating, I just take a body scrub and really work it on my legs. Like and my bum. I'm really, 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 really scrubbing. Sometimes this is dry brushing. I have a dry brush that hangs like right by the entrance to our shower. And so sometimes that's dry brushing. I don't typically do both. It's either one or the other. It kind of just depends on did I remember to dry brush before I got in the shower. If I didn't, then I use the scrub, but I first exfoliate. Then I shave my legs. So once a week, I give my legs a good shave. And because I have been using the Kenzie at home hair removal system, I have less hair on my legs and it's not as coarse. I've gotten some questions about the Kenzie hair removal. And if you're looking and okay with something that just eliminates the thickness and the darkness and kind of slows down how your body hair grows, I think it has been working great for that. But if you want like legit laser hair removal, I think 
just getting it professionally done is the way to go on that. But I shave my legs once a week. And then when I get out of the shower, I use a body oil. Now, the one I have is just the Palmer's Cocoa Butter something body oil. I got it at Walmart. I will link all these things that I talk about in the show notes of this episode. And I will use that. And that seems to really help and soothe my legs. If you guys have a Holy Grail body butter or body oil that is better than the Palmer's brand, girlfriend, don't keep it a secret. Let me know and I would definitely be willing to try it out. Okay. The next thing we're going to be talking about is skincare. And you guys, after having my kids, my skin was insane. My skin was just totally and completely different. I mean, I always really kind of struggled with redness, but after having kids, I just started noticing more fine lines. My makeup wasn't sitting exactly the way that I wanted it to. I had like a lot, a lot of redness. There'd be times where if I wasn't wearing any sort of makeup, my loved ones, like my husband would even notice like, why are your cheeks, like, did you get sunburned? And it was just my rosacea flared up so much. And that got me into taking my skincare seriously. And I started with the ZO product line, which is very expensive. It's medical grade, so you often get it from like a Medi Spa. And I really did like, I cannot remember the name of it, but it was their one product that was specifically for rosacea. But as I used all of that up, I was like, I kind of want something that is more affordable. And I'm not talking like you know, Walmart cheap, affordable. I want something that's good quality and affordable and semi-clean, right? Because I'm starting to pay attention to the toxins in my environment and especially the skincare things that I am using. And so I started seeing a lot of influencers talk about Dime Beauty. I'm sure you have seen somebody talk about it. And honestly, when influencers hype something up, I'm not afraid to put my money down, try it out, and then I can genuinely say like they're being paid to talk about this or it's a legit company and product. And I won't name the names of the ones that I don't like, but there's a lot that I don't like. So if you want me to do a podcast episode, that's like the juicy scoop of these actual influence sponsored podcast or uh, products, that'd be kind of a cool episode, huh? Tell me if you want me to do that. But Dime Beauty literally is legit. It is legit. I'll have a link for you. Also in the show notes, I did become a Dime Beauty partner because I have ordered it myself as a customer for a year now and I keep going back to their products. I started off with getting the package that is called, I've got it pulled up here. It's called The Works and it's $146 and it comes with the cleanser, the toner, Hyperglow, which is a vitamin C serum, hyaluronic acid serum, a night cream, and a dewy day cream. So for those six products, I feel like that is a 
that's a pretty good price. And if you subscribe and save, it's $117. And I really do use these products and I've reordered. I also started getting the perfume. I do like that. I started getting some of the TBT, which stands for Turn Back Time Serum and Supplement. I want to definitely try the Luminosity Eye Cream. They have an expo a whipped exfoliating mask that I've heard a lot of great things about. And so I have my tried and true daily rhythm down, but as I'm looking at it, they have so many products where I would love to, I would love, love, love to try out more of their products. And I wanted to tell you guys about Dime Beauty that I tried it as a customer. I wasn't ever affiliated with them. The commission that I make, if you do order through my link, you guys, is so minimal, but it is so appreciated. And I do just want to be transparent about that. And we will move on from Dime Beauty. So if you want to just get started, I would definitely suggest doing the works package that comes with the like foundational things for a good skincare routine. And then if you want to add a little um, the perfume sampler is what I get because I don't wear perfume every day. But I like the sample ones because you can pick which scent you're feeling like on that day. There's only a little bit. You don't feel like you're going to waste the bottle or it's going to expire before you use it all. So I really like that. I've ordered the perfume sampler a couple times when it is in stock. But the stuff is so good, you guys. So good. Love Dime Beauty. And let's talk about dry shampoo because there is a science behind dry shampoo. And I don't think many hairstylists talk about this because it makes or breaks if you live or die by dry shampoo or if you hate it. And it is very important to know how to properly use dry shampoo because then your hair feels fresh, you get some good volume, but you don't feel like you're having a ton of product that is sitting on your scalp. So let me give you my secrets. And for those of you who are hairdressers and you're like, oh, Joelle, everybody should know this. No, you need to be telling more sister friends about this because we don't all know. We don't all know, and I'm here to to share the love, and you should be sharing more love of your knowledge of hair care, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm in ovulation phase today, guys, so I'm just straight up in a goofy mood. So with dry shampoo, you've got your dry shampoo. We're going to talk about which ones I like in particular in a little bit, but with your dry shampoo, this is what you need to do. You need to take the bottle, and you need to shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Before you spray it on your head, you need to shake it and shake it really, really well. And when you think that you have shaken it enough, you need to continue to shake it some more. Like literally shake, 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 shake your dry shampoo for 10 times longer than what I just said. That's an exaggeration, but you really, really, really need to make sure you are shaking your dry shampoo product very, 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 very well every single time before you use it. Because with dry shampoo, I find that it makes a big difference of how it absorbs if I like give it a little shake and then use it versus when I am very intentional about really, 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 really give it a good shake. So shake it, and then when you feel like you've shaken it enough, stop, and then shake it some more before you use it, okay? Really shake your dry shampoo. And then you spray it on your hair by sectioning sectioning out different spots. So what you're going to do is you're going to make, if you part your hair on the right, then you're going to part your hair on the left, spray your dry shampoo there. Spray it 
you know, lift up the back of your hair and spray it near the roots in the back. Spray it kind of by, you know, the nape of your neck. Spray it on the other side of your part. Don't just spray it on the top of your head because dry shampoo really needs to get down by your scalp, okay? Once you've sprayed it on your head, let it sit for a minute. Let it marinate. Put away your products that you're making a mess of on the counter. Just give it a little minute, you know, maybe brush your teeth, maybe put your skincare on, I don't know, but give it a second and then you take your fingers and you massage your scalp. So you're massaging your scalp. You're working that dry shampoo in with your fingertips, okay? And then give your hair a nice brush with a comb or a nice wet brush, whatever you've got, okay? And then you're gonna look at yourself in the mirror and you're gonna be like, how did that turn out? And I bet you're gonna say, wow, that added volume, that cleared up the grease on my scalp, and I'm looking and feeling good. If you feel like your hair is still super greasy, what I want you to do is take a blow dryer to your hair just for like 10 seconds to zhuzh it up a little bit. I usually have to do this if I'm on day seven of not washing my hair. I don't do that step if it's just like day one, day two, of after washing my hair but on day like seven I need I typically do like fluff it up with a blow dryer and that just adds more like life and volume throw in some texture spray and I have like a different loose beachy wave with volume and texture and I'm good to go for the day that's how I do my hair um in the week okay what am I talking about where am I at so I have usually on hand two different dry shampoos Okay, and this is a new thing because I use I always just used to have the Batiste dry shampoo, the regular kind. Now, I know if you're a brunette, you may want to use the brunette version. If you're a blonde, do not use the blonde version because when my hairstylist was washing my hair and I had that in my hair, she's like, Joelle, this is just way too golden. And I was like, oh, oh, no. So the original dry batiste dry shampoo that's my hefty one that's for especially when i'm on day like three four five six seven of not washing my hair i make sure to use that i recently got the bedhead dry shampoo i've heard a lot of people talk positively about amica and living proof and i've i really like those ones too it really just kind of depends on where i'm at when i'm purchasing in my ulta am i at my hairdresser am i going to our local hair boutique that's where i picked up some of these products the last time and I have those, those higher end ones are often, in my opinion, like a lighter dry shampoo, which is really great for like the day that you've washed your hair the day after and whatever, which leads me into another very serious dry shampoo topic, my friends. So I heard a lot of people talking about how if they spray dry shampoo on their hair at night, it makes a big difference. And in my head, I was like, to me, that just doesn't make sense to me why would i do that like isn't my hair releasing the oils a healthy thing for my hair so i'm gonna let my hair get oily in the evening brush out the oils in the morning and then let the dry shampoo soak up the excess oils that was my logic before and if you're a hairstylist if you're a professional and you're like joelle that logic is right please message me but i saw a hairstylist on tiktok talk about putting on or using dry shampoo before you need it 
So meaning, even if you've washed your hair in the morning, putting dry shampoo, a little bit of dry shampoo in your hair when you're styling it, in the evening before you go to bed, like using dry shampoo before your hair gets super, super greasy is like putting deodorant on before you're sweaty and stinky, right? Because we put our deodorant on in the morning before we work out, before we get through the day. We, if we wait until we get too stinky, we're like, uh-oh, uh-oh, mayday, mayday, I gotta put on my deodorant. So using dry shampoo at night and when your hair is pretty clean, then it's very much like applying your deodorant before you get sweaty and stinky. So I have been... You know, when I do my skincare at night, I have my dry shampoo sitting right by my skincare. So then I do give it like a little spray. If I've just washed my hair, it's just like a tiny little spray. If I'm on day six of not washing my hair, I'm using a little bit more, but I still use that same technique of shake shake that bottle, shake that bottle baby, shake it, shake it, shake it, and then shake it some more put it on my hair in multiple different sections, not just where my part is, not just the top of my head. I want to get it by the roots and then let it hang for a little bit. Let it like do its magic, soak up some oils. Then I take my fingers and I'm working it in to my scalp. I'm working it into my scalp. I sleep with my hair in a um, like ponytail, silk, Oh, I've, I've got these recently and I love them. They're silk scrunchies and I plop a ponytail, a loose ponytail on the top of my head. Could you guys believe that we have spent almost 20 minutes talking about dry legs, dry shampoo, and skincare? But here we are. And if you like these types of episodes, please let me know. Please send me a message because I have been, I, I like podcasts where I feel like I'm learning and I'm growing and it's making me a better person, personal development, personal growth. That's hot, right? Like we're into that, but we're also into episodes that are like this, more lighthearted, more friendly, chit chatty, kind of silly, kind of goofy, but some real talk, right? Because we got to know these kinds of things. Sometimes we did not learn these things from our moms. Another one that I could talk about and rant about is making sure that you are using your shampoo on your scalp, not your hair. It's not taking a a glob of shampoo and then turbining your entire hair into shampoo city. No, shampoo is for the scalp, everybody. Okay, but that's a different one for a different topic. If you guys like more of these episodes, please let me know. Check out the links in the description of This episode, some of them, most of them probably are a little affiliate linked. I may make a small commission, but I truly appreciate your support because what I make in those commissions is what pays for the platform that I produce this podcast on. And I appreciate that. That is a small way that you can show some support and I appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next time. Before you go, my friend, will you do me a huge favor? Will you leave the podcast a rating and review i would appreciate that so much and it helps the growth of this podcast more than you know all you have to do is click the in the app that you are listening to this on 
click the show, scroll down, you'll see stars, tap that five stars, scroll down a little bit more and it'll say write a review. And writing a review means so much to me, helps me so, so much. I'm going to be doing giveaways exclusively for those of you who leave reviews on the podcast show. And if you can't do that, if you've already done that, you can do it again. But if you can't do that because you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, the next best thing you can do is take a screenshot, share it up in your stories, make sure that you tag me and the Feminine Fitness Podcast Instagram. Doing that would mean so much to me. It supports the podcast. It lets me know what episodes that you are liking and that you are liking the episodes that I am sharing. So it really means so much. Thank you for taking the time to do that. And I will talk to you next time.